0: Hey there and welcome to the Smila Unedited Podcast where the content's made up and the ums don't matter. We started this podcast because we wanted to make fun a priority in our lives and we want you to come along with us. I'm Lila, wife, mom, brand and web designer and founder of The Forge. And I'm Sam, WordPress developer, military spouse, mama, and solo dance party lover. And we're Smila, get it? Sam and Lila reminding you to go have fun. Hey guys, and welcome back to Smila Unedited. We're glad you're here. Today's episode is going to be on type two fun, and we'll explain what that is and how we experience it in our lives, or in my case, don't experience in my life. (laughs) Hi, Sam. (laughs) Hey, how's it going, Lila? Good. I'm having a much better week. Well, end of the week. The beginning of the week was awful, but now I'm good, and I'm excited to be talking to you.
1: Same here. And yes, uh, I'm glad to hear that you're doing a lot better at the end of the week. I feel like this week I definitely like just jumping right on into the, like, what did you do this week? That was fun segment. Um, I don't think I did anything fun. So that's a fail.
0: I did a lot of things. So maybe I had all the fun for us.
1: Yeah, that's good. I saw some pictures and I was like, she's living, she's she's doing the thing. So I'm just living vicariously through you. Do you want to tell us what you did this week? That was fun.
0: Yeah. So, um, for those of you who don't know me well, I struggle with anxiety and depression on and off. And so I had a super bad panic attack on Monday, which I haven't had a panic attack in maybe a month or two, which is like actually a long time to go with that one. Um, but this one was massive. So, um, we're in like a super hard season where Zach's in school and I'm homeschooling and running the business and trying to keep on the bills and all the things. Um, so it's a very time full of like investment focus. We're like investing in like basically next or the end, like middle of this year until like things will start to improve and get easier. Um, and so I just like had a mental breakdown, like crying on the floor. was very dramatic. Um, mm. And so I like, I was like, okay, first of all, something needs to change. Something needs to be different. And I'm going to take a break from all of this for a couple of days. So I My brother and sister-in-law are in town and my sister-in-law plays ice hockey. And so she knows about the local rink that we have. And so she invited us to a family skate day. And so me and Fletcher went and I love ice skating. It's probably my favorite winter sport if I had a favorite sport. And so him and I went ice skating and he absolutely loved it. They have those little kid walkers so that they can skate around and go super fast without falling. And I've never fallen on ice skating. Ever? Ever. Ever. Mm-mm. No, I've That's fallen on ice in, here. in like walking around town, but no, I've never fallen on ice skates. Um, oh, you're lucky. It granted, granted, a granted lot. I haven't. I know. <laughs> granted, I haven't ice skated since like before Zach and I dated, but I did a couple times as a kid and I was always really good at it. We also did like roller hockey and stuff or not no roller, like the roller rink. So non ice skating.
1: You did it. You did it. I roller skating right now you're saying or before? No, when
0: I was like a teenager. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. I was like, where did you find like a roller rink? No. I didn't think that those exist.
0: <laughs> I know. I would love a roller rink here. That would be so much fun. I have like a hooded sweater dress that I like to wear on like wintry days. So I wore that and wore my hair in like Leia buns and got to go ice skating with my son and sister-in-law and brother. And that was so fun and kind of just like, oh, I can go like be a kid for an hour or two. And we got pretzels with cheese and it was magical.
1: That's so cool. I think you should – so I saw the picture on Instagram. Yeah. And I think that that should be a picture you print out. Like that would be a good one because it's like such a good reminder of your youthful like spirit and just pure – joy. Like that was what I saw on your face and I was so happy for you. And especially like knowing that you shared that with your family and with your son, that makes it even better, honestly. So many good memories.
0: That's a good idea. I don't have a printer, but I could have my mother-in-law print it for me.
1: Yeah. See that you could make, we could make like fun, almost like a fun vision board, but like of yeah. all the fun things that we do and like memories and stuff. I, love I like that. ice skating a lot.
0: Yep. Do you have places to ice skate where you live?
1: Um, I don't think so, but I have a good ice skating story. So um, Gilbert, my husband and I, we actually, for like our second date, so this was like 13 years ago, we went ice skating and it was so fun. I've got this great picture and he's got like longer hair and now he's in the military. So it's like always short, but it's just like all bundled up and like snuggling. and, And it was around December. So I pull that out every Christmas and like put it up and it just makes me so happy. And I wish we had ice skating around here, but sadly, no, not even roller skating, nothing, but I will tell you that falling on your butt on ice hurts so bad yeah. because it's cold and it's just like rock solid. I think it's even worse than fi- falling on like a roller rink.
0: Well, yeah, I think so. And like, I mean, if you get super injured, there's like ice right there, but ice hurts anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's just like a slap in the face, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> let me just fall on this ice and then use this ice to just like lay on heal it. myself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. So I did that. And then the next day, my brother and sister-in-law were going to Billings. Um, For those of you who don't know, we live in a very small town and the closest Costco is like an hour and a half away. So oftentimes we will take like shopping trips with my family. Like sometimes we'll shop for each other and go as a group and whatever. So that's kind of a fun thing that we do. But there's a massage envy up there and my sister and brother-in-law are members. So they gifted me a 90 minute massage. Oh, Uh, And that I haven't had a massage since I used to work at massage envy. Like ten years ago. So wow, <laughs> that was, that's awesome. That was super nice. Um, and then we just kind of explored around Billions, went to like a billion different stores to pick up a bunch of stuff. And oh, I'll I'll add this to the show notes. I don't know if any of you will find this fun, but my parents needed to donate a like a broken car to not donate, but like go like take it to the the impound. I don't know what it's called. What is it called when you like recycle a car? That place. I have no idea. So we went okay. <laughs> and. <laughs> We went to like drop this car off at this place in Billings because like in Wyoming you can't you can't recycle a car if you don't have a title. In Montana you can, so we drove up to Montana to do that. And like they have the giant claw thing, and so they just like hover over the car and then then like open the thing and go and like it smashes the car and it like stretches it. And I was I made a video of that for my son, and I was like the claw, like he decides who will go and who will stay from the Toy Story. <laughs> that was fun too. <laughs> That sounds awesome. I want to just see that. Yeah, that I will. I will give you the video exciting. for show notes. So everyone can see. Yay! The claw. It's like this, I mean, it's so heavy, and like it's attached to a tractor crane thing, and I don't know that kind of stuff. I'm not around super often, even though we live in like farm country. So it's fun to see like big equipment, you know, like manipulating other things that are like. I mean, it was like a Cherokee, like a Jeep Cherokee. So it was like a heavy car, and yeah, it was it was entertaining.
1: So would you classify that? as a fun experience having gone and like seen the car claw?
0: I think so. I mean, it's, it's like a different than normal experience. Like that was my goal on Wednesday was just to like do things that I never do normally. I was like, I'm not going to do the things I normally do. I'm going to do something totally different. And that's what we ended up doing. So that's
1: awesome. Do you think you'll do more ice skating since you had so much fun doing it?
0: Yeah. I think, I, I mean, especially since my son loved it too, like I can take him. So there's, there's only certain days you can skate. Cause we have, uh, um, the quakes are often like they're based here, which is like a, a not, it's not like a pro team, but it's like a, not a college team either. It's like a, somewhere semi-pro. in there. I don't, I, don't, I don't know sports. Yeah. Language, but they're often using it for hockey. And then there's like a, like a local, like kind of adult group that gets together. Um, and so you're going
1: to join a hockey team is what it sounds like. No. Oh, come on. Hockey's That terrible. might be type two fun.
0: No, they go so fast and the sticks and the pucks and no, thank you.
1: <laughs> and the fights. Come on. You'd be like, you'd be so down for the fights. You'd be like, let me put my hair up and my Leia buns. I'm like, let yeah. me fight this chick.
0: <laughs> yeah. The team that my sister-in-law is on, they don't even like keep score. It's just kind of like scrimmages or whatever. Ah. Um, but yeah. And then like, that's only half the year. And then that building is used for like the home and garden show and stuff during the winter. And I think basketball or during the summer, it's like used for, they like take out the ice and use it for other things. So it's not very often. That is so weird. But we do have a little like outdoor rink in the town over, which is kind of fun. I think my dream, it would be to go to New York and skate like wherever that is. Rockefeller Center. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, we went to New York City last year for Christmas. It was so fun and like a completely different Christmas experience, not being at home. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because you know how like on Christmas day, everything's closed normally, you know, like no one's outside. It's like crickets cause everyone's inside spending time with family, whatever. Um, right. all the businesses are shut down, no restaurants uh-huh. Yeah, in New York city. It's just like insane on christmas day it was the weirdest experience like we went to rockefeller center on christmas day and we didn't get to go ice skating the line was just like super crazy and it was very cold but it was just like so weird i was just like why is everybody just out but i guess you know everybody's like a tourist basically but it was very even just watching it i was filled with like so much happiness seeing you know this iconic ice skating rink that you see in all these movies and rom-coms and all sorts of stuff. And it was just really cool. So yes, I still have that dream as well to go back and ice skate on it because it looked so fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, like Home Alone. What is it? Home Alone 2, where he goes to New York. That's like, I mean, I watched that movie so much as a kid. I feel like I have this idealized version of what New York is like at Christmas time.
1: Oh my gosh. And have you ever been to New York before?
0: No, we haven't. We made it like to... I think Virginia was the highest we got when we went for the, like our East Coast trip as a family when I was a kid. Yeah,
1: You know what though? So I, this was the first time I'd been to New York as well. And I, for a really long time, didn't even want to go because I didn't want to like burst that expectation, I guess, like to get sure. there and be like, oh, it's not what I thought it was. And yeah. it was everything I thought it was because I went so and good. did all those tourist things. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Times Square. We went to, like I said, Rockefeller Center, um, all the bridges, all of, you know, the, the iconic things. and. It it became like exactly what I thought. And then I told my friend who lived and grew up there and she was like, oh, I'm so glad you had such a great experience. And then she took me to like this small little bar or whatever, you know, somewhere that all the locals know about. Right. Um, But it was, it was super cool. So if you ever have the chance, I would say take advantage of it. And I think around Christmas time was perfect because it was like heightened in terms of the magicalness. Right.
0: My sister-in-law is super into Broadway shows and she's seen something Mm. like 40 Broadway shows or something. And they often, because they live on the East Coast like half the time, and um, they will often like, there's like lotteries where you can get like $10 tickets if you get picked. Um, so they've seen like all kinds of shows. And if you like live near there, apparently you can often get shows like like last minute, like someone will cancel a ticket. And then they're like, oh, these tickets are on sale for 10 bucks, like right in the front row. And yeah, it's pretty awesome. That
1: sounds cool. That's something that I would definitely do. Um Okay. So do you want to dive into our topic for today? Yes, I do. Awesome. Especially because what we were just talking about, I feel like is just generally considered type one fun, which is just right. fun, just joyful, just a good experience all around. Yeah. Fun and to do, know, easy
0: to do, like yes. fun to have, talk, like to have done and talk about.
1: And in the moment and you're just enjoying yourself, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had brought up this idea of type two fun and I found a quote that I was going to just read so we could kind of like identify it and then explain what it is before we like dive into our ideas of type two fun. So okay. this is from uh, rei.com and it says type two fun is miserable while it's happening, <laughs> but fun in retrospect. It usually begins with the best intentions and then things get carried away. So for example, riding your bicycle across the country or doing an ultra marathon. Um, so yeah, let's talk about type two fun. What are, you,
0: what are your thoughts on this? As I was thinking about this concept, I thought this concept was super cool. And I, the first thing that came to mind was Zach's hundred mile bike race. Um, and cause he like, he just killed it and it was very hard to do. And there was like all sorts of like mental hurdles he had to get through. But once he was done, like it was amazing. And he felt super proud. And I realized that there's not much in my life that I've done. That's type two fun. <clears throat> As I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, like there are like, there are hard things in my life. So what is hard for me that I am proud of like that, but maybe isn't specifically physical. Um, When I was a kid, I did gymnastics and um, dance and those things were all really fun, but hard. I remember Mm -hmm. coming home from dance class crying a lot of the times um, because it was hard. We had like eight hour classes. Um, And yeah, I think now my like, I have type two fun that's more mental. Like sometimes logo design is hard for me. And sometimes, like, coming up with creative concepts is hard and, like, sometimes my paintings suck until the end and I feel like there's a creative process where it's like, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. And then it's like, oh, okay, now I'm done and it's really good. And I feel Mm. like there's a part of the creative process that is type two fun where you have to push through those, like, hurdles and those mental like hard things to grapple and and I have a vision, but how am I going to execute it? And there's like a, there's like a process where it's like, this is not fun and this sucks and it's hard. And then all of a sudden it's fun and then you're really proud of that painting because it was hard to go through. Um, I think that is probably the closest that I have to type two fun in my life in this season, at least.
1: And that's so interesting because I feel like it really aligns with this definition where it says it usually begins with the best intentions. Like you Mm -hmm. go into the project being like, this is what I'm envisioning. And then (laughs) things get carried away as it says here. Um, I just, I find type two fun, very interesting because I think that it's very motivated by the accomplishment at the end or, you know, like if there was no final product, let's say like you get a medal, you get, um, you get to show your client your logo, you know, things like that. I feel like that kind of defines it to me as type two fun. Otherwise like it would just be miserable.
0: Yeah. So you've done Spartan races and um, marathons and things. So talk about that in a more practical sense. What does type two fun look like for you?
1: Yeah. So when I was thinking about this, like you said before, a lot of it is kind of more physical. So, um, when it comes to like hiking for example it sucks in the moment i absolutely hate everything about it but when you get to the summit and you're standing up there and you you know look out and you see everything and then you know that all you have to do is go back down it feels super fun so mm. that's like again it's like i feel like it's accomplishment based though cuz i'm like i just accomplished something and like i just created a memory and i'll have something that i can share with other people um And when it comes to Spartan races, which if you guys don't know what Spartan races are, they are um, these different obstacle course races, different lengths of uh, distance and just all over the world, um, you get it. You get muddy. You have to climb up ropes. It's crazy. My husband is super into them, and I've done six at this point. And those are definitely type two fun because when I am like running, when I'm in the mud, when I'm freezing cold, or when I'm like super hot, or when I got like my crazy rope burn last time, like that all sucked. But then at the end, I walked through the finish line, and I felt an accomplishment. And I looked back, and I was like, "Wow, that was actually super fun." And like. I was like lost in the moment because I was just like suffering in the pain, but it kind of gave me a chance to just like shut my brain down. And then of course, at the end of the Spartan race, you get a nice beer, which is like the best. So um, that is definitely a good example of type two fun that I, um, I sign up for the pain, but it's really like, I love the metal. I love that feeling of accomplishment and just like, wow, I just ran for you know, two hours or an hour and a half, and like did all these crazy things, and I have all these pictures and it's very um it is fun after the fact, for sure.
0: would you agree that anything worthwhile or anything that 's really going to leave an impact on a person or a situation has to go through some hard things to get there
1: ooh that 's such a good, deep question. I would say that. Um, I don't think it's exclusive. Like you have to have gone through certain pains in order to have that fulfillment. But I would say that some of the best experiences that you'll have in your life do involve pain. So I'm going to give you another example of something that I wrote down for type 2 fun. And that's being a mom. a Pregnancy and having a newborn and being tired and being exhausted and dealing with tantrums and all of the, the hard things about being a parent I would equate to type two fun because Mm -hmm. sometimes it is literally awful in the moment. But then you kind of look back at the memories and the experiences and like the impact and you're like, wow, like that was actually kind of joyful. Like it might've been hard. (laughs) We might've began with the best intentions. (laughs) But um, that was one thing that I thought about in terms of type two fun where like when you do get to have those like really fun, exciting memory moments, it makes all of that other stuff worth that effort, if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the the hard stuff like bolsters that like you, you just like, I don't know that you deserve that or that you like, um, earned it almost that you earned it. Yeah. That you put effort and like, look at what you look at what you accomplished to get to here. And that stuff is sometimes I think necessary and oftentimes makes the accomplishment even more satisfying.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying when, when I'm thinking about like, it doesn't have to be type two fun for it to be meaningful. But like when you have those experiences, I feel like it does make it even more of like an important milestone in your life, basically. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think it's funny because thinking this, this whole concept is like totally applying to my current status. Like we're putting Zach in school. We're in this like investment stage when, you know, a lot of people are in the stage when they're in their early 20s, not their late 20s, I guess. And it, we're like putting him through college essentially. I don't know if I said he's going to software development school, so I'm putting him through school full time. And he's like in his office like all day long home, but um, all day long, he's pretty right. much like out of touch and it's like intense. There's like, there was only breaks because we did it over a holiday. If he gets Monday off. Yay. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but <That's good. laughs> like it's, it's hard and it's like, okay, like what we're doing right now is not going to be this way forever. This, this battle is not going to be this way forever. And there will be, because we invested this time in, there will be a time when he makes like a full, like really good salary. Actually, I was like, I was looking, I got an email, I get emails from Glassdoor because I like sign up for like job alerts Mm -hmm. and the top, like they put out like a list of top 50 jobs in the U.S. for 2020 and like five of the top 10 are in development and I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. like you're literally like working towards one of the best jobs that we have available to us right now, but it requires this nine month process of suck. (laughs) to get there and it will be fun once he's employed and you know there's all kinds of benefits and like developer jobs are just kind of awesome demanding and hard but awesome and for sure it will have been worth this time of like suck investment
1: (laughs) yep definitely 100% and it's true like when it comes to this process of like going through school and then getting a job and even like if you have a business and you're working on a project and like what you said about the the like Design process and everything. Yeah. A lot of those moments are hard, but when you're complete with something, it is a very, very validating, accomplishing feeling. I know that is so funny. So, my husband is a Marine, mm. uh, if you guys don't know that. And the Marine Boot Camp is like, without a doubt, right? Without a doubt, the hardest boot camp of the military. Like, you guys yeah. can come for me in the, you know, in the messengers <laughs> and say whatever you want, but like, it is intense. Except for the Air and, Force wives, so they're not allowed to. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um. But but so he's always telling me about how boot camp was one of the hardest experiences of his life of his yeah. career. But it was fun. And that I need to I need to tell him about this whole type two fun idea because he looks back on boot camp with such like fond memories, even though it was horrible, like mm-hmm. getting screamed at and having like no food and doing all of these hikes and runs and rifle shooting and all of this stuff. But like looking back, he's like, That was some of my best memories. You know, I made all these connections. I was gonna I say, pushed yeah. myself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but boot camp, you get to see what you're made of. And you get to bond in some of the like hardest conditions with other humans. And that's like what we're made for.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I think that there is a level to type two fun of just like, what, what can you really do? Like, Mm -hmm. what are, what are you made of? What, where, where can you like push yourself to the limit and then surpass that and be like
0: courageous? pretty cool. So good. And you mentioned hiking. It's funny because I love the process of hiking, but I don't like to hike by myself. And Hmm. it it matters if I have someone with me. Um, a good friend of mine, we hiked all last summer or two summers ago, maybe now. And like, I remember I spent most of the hikes just like staring up at her butt, just like keep up with her. (laughs) Cause she was way faster than me and she'd backpack her daughter and like, she was way more fit than I was. And I'd like huff and puff and my nose is running. Like I'm a mess. And you liked that? I like that. I love hiking. I Ugh. mean, we live in a beautiful area with lots of hiking options. Like, yeah. pretty much drive out of town like three minutes in any direction, and you're in like the wilderness of Zach always called. He's like, he's like, I feel like I live on the like planets that the Mandalorian explores because there's like a lot of different terrains around us. Um, we live in like the foothills of Northwest Wyoming, and it's just it's beautiful to be able to all of a sudden be out in the wilderness and like miles well not miles but feel miles away from like civilization and I like being able to like see what's over the next bend see what's over the next hill it's a good it's a good feeling in the moment for me so that's not technically type two although it's hard and I'm like out of yeah. shape so it's sad <laughs> but I eventually make it up the hill <laughs> and it's walking <laughs> so it's not like I'm like right dying but yeah a couple summers ago I did like I would love to be a runner but I'm like like exercise intolerant. I just like, it hurts and I'm always in pain. And I, I spent a whole summer running almost every night to, and by the end of the summer, I made it to a mile without stopping and still pain, like never got to the part where people are like, Oh, you just like get into your stride and it's great. Like never got there, Um, (laughs) but that was really hard and I'm really proud of that. Um, so that's kind of an example of type two fun in the last couple of years.
1: That's awesome. And I, okay, so I don't really know where I want to go with this idea, but maybe you can like help me out, help me get there because there's something connecting in my brain right now. Sure. And it's this idea that social media is a place where you share highlight reels for the most part, right? You share the good things that happen, you share things that you're proud of and accomplished. And I wonder if there's a level of, Like, I wonder how type two fun relates to social media because I know for me, when I finish something and I'm really accomplished and I want to share it with my friends, I'll like post it on my Instagram, right? I'll be like, I just finished this Spartan race, like, and it makes it almost more fun. Is that weird?
0: No, I think being proud of and sharing your accomplishments is is good
1: yeah i just i think that that it's really interesting how like i i want to share like type one fun as well you know just the regular joyful stuff but i feel like what i'm most excited to share with people and not even just on social media just in general like the things that i want to share and like connect with other people not to be boastful but just to be like this is so cool is those things where it's like you had to go through adversity and then you mm-hmm. got to the end so it's weird
0: do you but interesting do you think that there's value in sharing like during the process? Because I've heard like the phrase like share your scars, not your wounds. Like don't open up vulner- like and be vulnerable while you're in the midst of those hard things. Or do you think kind of leaning the other way where we're supposed to be sharing not just the good things, but the hard things that we're processing through on social media? So when it comes to social media, which is public, which is
1: something that, you know, potentially depending on how you operate on, online could be viewed by people that don't really know you. Mm-hmm. I prefer for myself, for my own, uh, I guess, self preservation and privacy, I prefer to share the scars because I like to offer up almost like a learning lesson mm-hmm. or, you know, like the resolvement of whatever. But if I'm sharing with friends and it's people that I trust, um, I think there's so much value in sharing the process and and having those shared experiences with with people that you know are going to be there to help you through whatever it is, um, or even you know in the example of like a Spartan race, like showing them like you dying <laughs> in the middle yeah. of it or whatever. Um, but I think when it comes to something public, I'm more um, apt to. Kind of hide those like the, the in between moments so that I can share something more like from a, a healthier place from my perspective versus like I need you guys to help me with this problem and you don't really know me. That's mm-hmm. my thoughts. What do you think about that? Because I know people on YouTube, for example, like they'll go on there, they'll be like sobbing and whatnot, and I don't know how I feel about it. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think it depends on the person and the point of their social media presence. Um, I mean, I I work in branding, so it's like it really depends on what the person's going for. And if if your if your brand is something that you are trying to get like a certain message across in or throughout, um, and then you go on and whine about, you know, how hard your day was. It has nothing to do with your message for your audience. Mm. That's kind of where I draw the line personally is like, does this serve the audience that I'm trying to help? And serve Very in, my, true. in my services. So it depends on if you're if you're running social media as a business or if you're running social media just personally. Those are two entirely separate things, and like you can change privacy when it's personal to like only friends and that kind of thing. But I think if your vulnerability serves your audience, then yes, it's okay to share in the midst of those hard things. But not as just like a like a megaphone in a you know on the street corner yelling things that aren't actually helpful to anyone and don't lead anyone anywhere. Um, I think presenting the scar of like, Hey, this is where I was. This is where I am now. Like, look, you can overcome too is more helpful in the long run than, um, necessarily like talking about it as it's happening. Unless that specifically serves the audience you're going for. Does
1: that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. So if you're, if like what you're talking about is, like the process and people that are following you are also in that process, it might be helpful for you to share about that. So like getting really specific, if you um, have an audience of like moms who are struggling with toddler life and you share like some behind the scenes of like toddler life and like how it's affecting you or whatever, and it, you might not be totally resolved yet, but you know, in sharing that you're giving people like a a place to, a, a safe place to um, feel like they aren't alone, then I feel like that definitely makes sense,
0: right? Because that serves the audience you're going for, right? Yeah. If yeah. you come from it, if you're serving, if you're serving moms who are in the toddler stages and you're in the teenage stage, and you're like trying to relate to them, you can't yeah. just be like, oh, be having teenagers is so hard because moms are like, I can't wait till my kids are teenagers because we have <laughs> a whole set of different problems. So yeah, it really depends on what's going to serve the people who are watching. Which I think, I think a lot of people view social media as like, a place to get what they want and not a place to serve who's following them. And right. I think that's the difference between some of, like, the YouTubers that I really like to watch and follow versus other ones that are just kind of on their soapbox whining about things. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think it really depends. This is definitely not where I thought this episode was going. <laughs> no, not at all. But this is cool because this is
1: – I feel like this exploration of, like, the different aspects of fun are – I mean, it's really interesting. I actually never heard of this idea of type two fun before, like um, defined like this, mm-hmm. but it totally makes sense. And I, I actually think that it's just some of like, re- just reiterating what I said earlier, it's just some of the most rewarding type of experiences. Um, I'd love to actually make a list, like a full list of things that I have done in the past that have been like type two fun. Because what I did was just made like categories of things. But I think that that might be cool. And I do think that that would be motivating to like find new things to do. I don't
0: know. I think so too. Yeah. And just, just for the sake of challenging yourself, like I don't challenge myself enough physically for sure. I challenge myself mentally and like in my like business growth and that type of thing. Um, but physically, like I've never challenged myself except for that one summer I I ran. And then when I was in dance as a kid. Um, So maybe
1: you should join the hockey team.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. It is inside during the winter. It was four degrees the other day when I tried to go on a hike and I was like, I'm not going to do this.
1: Four degrees? Are you kidding me? That's insane. I was outside today. It was 51 degrees and I was like all bundled up.
0: It's supposed to be 40 this week, which is very unheard of, but I did just read a Morning Brew article, which if you aren't on the Morning Brew emails, you should get them because the news is great and they're like not dramatic news. It's like business news. Anyways, shameless plug. I have a referral link. I'll add it to the show notes. I heard awesome. on the brew that it's like the warmest year in a long, long time, hmm. you know, like globally. So global warming, yo.
1: I wonder why. <laughs> We're not going to get into it, but I wonder why. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Well, um, I think that this has been such a cool conversation and I would really love to hear from those of you that are listening. You should tag us on Instagram. I'm at HelloSamMunoz and Lila is at Lila Higgins, And just tell us some of the things that you've done that have been like type two fun. Maybe you have pictures or just some experiences. I would personally love to hear that and just celebrate with you because I do think that these are things that are like accomplishments and um, worth celebrating
0: for sure. Yep. And I think don't don't feel because for me I think about it and I'm like oh if it was hard like then I like if it was hard for me I feel kind of ashamed of that but I think because it's hard that can we can even we can be even more proud of the things we've accomplished a hundred percent yeah I don't think it has to be easy
1: in order for it to be an accomplishment for sure it's like those moments where you're just like struggling and Mm -hmm. then you get out of it Mm -hmm. and then you can be like wow
0: that's cool. Like, look what we did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, this has been fun. Honestly, this has been a really cool
0: conversation. We'd love to hear what you guys think. If you like our episodes or you like our podcast, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes because that helps more people see the podcast and get to know us. And if you want to leave us a love note, you can email us. What's the email address, Sam? Uh, it's
1: smileapodcast at gmail.com or you can go to smileapodcast.com and there's a little contact form there. That's also where you can find all the show notes for all of the episodes. We'll see you next time. Woo. <laughs>